Hello and welcome. You're listening to the You Do Woo podcast, and I'm your host, Allison Cullen. I'm a mom with a background in business and counseling, but I've always been tapped into the more woo-woo side of everyday life. I'm here to take you on an exploration of your spirituality, give you helpful life hacks, help you on this evolution through motherhood, and give you a weekly dose of useful woo. If you need your cup filled, your mind expanded, and you want to increase your manifestation abilities at the same time, you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. I hope you're having a great 2023 so far. I've been really looking forward to sharing this episode with you guys. I met Amy Edwards through my good friend Bijou, the mushroom mamacita. If you have not heard our episode together, I will link it below in the show notes because it's muy bueno. But I met Amy through Bijou. I was connected to her that way. Amy lives in Austin, where I am from, and go back to often. And I'm excited because I'm going to be interviewing with her for her podcast soon in person in Austin. So I really loved this episode. Amy just turned 50 in 2022. She is also a 6'2". I have a 6'2 profile. She does too. So especially if you're a woman who's getting older, which is pretty much all of my listeners, or you have a 6 in your profile, you're going to be obsessed with this podcast episode. Amy is one of my role models as far as a woman who's getting older but getting better in life, more beautiful, more wise, more intentional, more in her feminine energy. She's the coolest. She also used to work in the music industry. We have a lot in common, and I don't want to take too much away from the episode. So just tune in. You'll love it. Share with any woman you know who would resonate with the conversation that we have. And please share and tag us both on Instagram as you listen. I will put her Instagram in her show notes. She also has an amazing course out about growing older and aging beautifully. I will put that information in the show notes as well. We chat about it a little bit at the end of our conversation, but you're going to freaking love this juicy conversation with Amy Edwards. Enjoy. Happy New Year, by the way. This is coming out the first week of January. We're recording this in mid-December, so it's it's pretty fresh. But um, I am so ecstatic for you guys to be introduced to my friend Amy. Amy Edwards and I connected, I think, over social media this year through a friend in common, Bijou. Most everybody in my world knows the Mushroom Mamacita Bijou. You did an amazing episode with her that I'll include in the show notes and my my episode as well. And right away, I... Okay, we talk about human design a lot in this podcast. I knew you had a six in your profile, and we'll get into that in a <laughs> second. Um, Amy is... Are you exactly 50 or over 50? You turned 50. I'm exactly 50. I just turned in, in August of 2022. Yay. Um, It's hilarious because, so Amy's very new to human design and we only found out about this in her profile two days before recording, but I knew it the second that I saw her on Instagram Um, because your whole brain (laughs) is about helping women live their most epic life at any age. And you're just, well, you're freaking beautiful and you just have so much life. You like, you exude life in every aspect. If you listen to Amy's show, 
Um, you'll hear this and, and see her on Instagram and everything. And you're all about having an ageless mindset, but we'll, I'll tell a story about the six in my profile in a second, but welcome, welcome to the show. And I'm so Thank you. I'm so honored to be here and just thank you so much. It's been wonderful to connect with you. It's such a benefit to social media, connecting through amazing friends, especially Bijou. So yes, um, anyone in my world knows her too. She's a friend of my show and she's just wise beyond her years. You know, before we started recording, you mentioned people coming up that you're collaborating with that are younger than you. And it's like, welcome to my world. Like every, I've just, I don't even think like, oh, they're old souls or something like that. I just sort of shrug and go, that's just it. I just try not to think so much about age anymore. And that's part of that ageless mindset, you know, just ageless. Like, let's just be and see what we can learn from everybody. And, you know, look at your children and how much you learn from them, right? And so it's kind of that same mindset of like, I'm here to learn. And so I, cause Bijou's, I think 14 years younger than me. And so, you know, I, I don't even think about it anymore. And so anyway, that was just a little side note that I wanted to bring up too. Well, it's crazy because when I started out 2022, um, last year now, I made an intention that I really wanted to find some mentors and role models. I call them expanders that were older than me that were quite mm-hmm. and I'll tell you why in a little bit but I only recently have started finding it's like the end of the year and I've only recently started finding them you're definitely one of them um this gal her name's Julie Pyatt she's married to Rich Roll do you know do you know of her uh-huh yeah okay. she's I don't know of her but yeah, yeah. she's cool. amazing she's one of my role models too. So y'all are two and I'm going to continue, um, gathering, gathering women who are older than me as role models. Cause for me, it's very important. A, just a side note for anybody who doesn't know about the profiles in human design. When you look up your, your cheat sheet and your chart, there's two numbers. It'll be like a six, two or a three, five or a five, one. Um, I'm a six, two Amy is a four, six. So if you have a six in your profile in the human design world, that means that your life is divided into three sections. So around zero to 30 is a super experiential phase, like trying out all the things. Sometimes you get in trouble. Sometimes you get into addictions and situations like that. Sometimes there's some messiness. It's definitely like a roller coaster of a ride. And that's very indicative of my first 30 years. Um, the reason I even met Bijou is because we both, uh, like worked with people in the music industry in Austin. And so I worked in the music industry the past 17 years that ended in 2020. Um, but there was so much that went on in my first 30 years because of that, um, that I experimented with and, and learned from and all that. And then 30 to 50 is sort of your like rooftop time. It's your time to, not only start stepping into being like your most most authentic self, but also sort of like a speaking out and being a guide for other people, sitting on the roof and seeing things at a higher perspective, you know? Um, and sometimes you feel a little alienated from maybe the friends and people that you had in the first 30 years of your life because you're sort of waking up, quote unquote. And then 50 on is like your most amazing epic life ever. Like people who have sixes are very much 
my husband has a six, he's a four, six also. And it's like, you get better looking as you age, you get, you feel better as you age. Sweet. It's not normal. Not everybody has a six in their profile, but it's like health is like your health improves, your relationships improve, like everything improves. It's not the whole like midlife. And then you sort of start going downhill. It's like, you keep going up for people. Maybe we're just late bloomers. Maybe. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah. true. So anyways, I've really been, I was like so excited because you were already a role model for me as a podcast host and a, and a business Thank owner you. and all that. But finding out that you have a six in your profile, I'm like, oh my God, the only other person I know that that really has stepped into that is J-Lo. So if you Ooh. watch the documentary, she's, she's a six two, I think. Um, the year she turned 50, it was like, she had a great last 20 years, obviously yeah. it's like 50. It's like, this is who I am. Got the old boyfriend back, like got <laughs> to be able to perform at the halftime show. Like, yeah. all things. So that's like a really good, I don't know, overview of what that looks like for somebody as a six. So anyways, great. It sounds great. I'm in. <laughs> do, you, yeah. um, do you resonate with that with like the three parts of life, like zero to 30, 30 to 50 and 50 plus? Tell us a little bit about yourself and your life at each of those stages. Okay. Thank you. So, and thank you for the kind words. That just means so much to me. I'm super grateful and so happy to connect and find out more about human design as well and your expertise in that. So it's part of this staying curious and staying open and seeing what comes your way. And I just, I love that. So thank you so much. I'm, I'm just excited to connect. So, uh, yeah, you know what it does? It reminded me when you put those into those chunks. It reminded me of the archetypes of, I hate the word crone, but it's in there. It's like the maiden mother crone archetypes, you know? And for me, it really does fall into that. And I am accepting this role of 50 plus, and I'm trying to, in my own way, make it fresh and make it feel good and not this, this crone thing that's got such a negative connotation to it. So, uh, I just think we can reframe anything into our own, something that benefits us, right. And something that serves us. So yeah, my story definitely falls into those because of zero to 30, I didn't have kids. I had my kids at 30 and 36 and which is the same that my mother had my sister and I, which is interesting because I had two girls at the same time. But also from 30 to 50, I did have a big coming into my own awareness and my own power. And I had two divorces, which before 30, I wouldn't have predicted that in a million years that I was going to be twice, twice divorced. Never. So, I mean, just my own growth and my own awareness has grown so much in those, in those time segments. And once I hit 50 and hit this older one, I just realized that I'm so, so over self-doubt, uh, anything that holds me back in, that's in my own brain. And I just, I'm over it all and over 
self-limiting beliefs, I suppose, if you just want to put it in a nutshell. So I wrote vows to myself, which I did an episode on around 50. If anybody wants to listen to it, we can put it in the show notes. And I read the vows to myself and how, and oh no, I talked about 50 things I've learned. And then I also talked about the vows that I made to myself. So I just decided to step into, yeah, I've really learned something rather than the imposter syndrome that can come with feeling like you need to learn from someone older. So, and you still are figuring it out. And I found it really interesting that you were saying, oh, I'm looking for more mentors that are older than me because I myself took on a mentorship role in 20... at age 49 in 2022. And it was put on by Soho House in conjunction with um, a creative, um, uh, Jai Alatas founded it and I did a podcast on it and uh, Creative Futures Collective, that's it. And so they put people together and I had basically a huge imposter crisis. And I was like, am I qualified to be a mentor to this person? And she's this incredibly wise woman who's 26 years old. And I thought, okay, yes, I'm qualified to be a mentor. But part of this turning 50 was realizing that I am qualified, not only qualified, but I'm stepping into my own power in that regard, that I have enough to share getting over this imposter syndrome. And there is a certain seizing of power that I like about that. Sometimes I'm in a situation with other women and I'll realize I'm the oldest one there and I like it. And that surprises me a little. Like I didn't know I was gonna like this, but I do. And I like the feeling of that power. And you have to mentally get there. You know, you have to mentally go like, no, this is actually a position of power. This is me blossoming into my fullness. And so that goes with the six, right? That goes with this age and redefining. It goes with this J-Lo-ness, if we want to call it that, which I find so exciting. And I watched that a documentary that's on Netflix that you're referencing, which I highly recommend to anyone. Someone recommended it to me and I was like, crying. I was like, she's so badass. And I knew I loved her for a reason. And and there's so many women that are role models like that. So even if you don't have the six, who fucking care? Oh, can I cuss? I can cuss. Yes, you can. Who Who cares, right? Like who cares? Just, um, know that we've got these amazing times in life that we can really, truly grow. And kudos to you for saying, I can learn from people older. I can learn from people younger. And I'm looking for all those things, all those people that can help me become my best self in all different ways and unexpected ways. So I'm long-winded talking about my life. Uh, Zero to 30, I felt a little clueless. I did get married. I went along with a lot of things because I was told, here's what you need to do, like from my parents or from my spouse at the time. And I thought, this is how you're supposed to do it. Okay. I'm a little, I'm a people pleaser, like from the word go. And so this has been a growth in that regard too. But, you know, I just, I took other people's advice and I did what I was told and I wanted other people to feel comfortable. And in my thirties, I had a child and I suddenly thought, what am I modeling to this soul? And, and that it was a girl too. And, and so, uh, from 30 to 50 was 
this, these breaking points of what am I modeling to my children and who am I really, and what am I really trying to say? My, my mission is voice everything that I've done in my life, whether it's radio, which I've done off and on for three decades. And then also when I was your age, I picked up a guitar and started recording albums. So I too did some music industry stuff right here in Austin. I became an independent rock and roll artist and released five albums in my forties. And so without ever having done that, I'd never played guitar. And so, so, you know, there's all these different parts of life that we can say yes to and find our voice. And that's my mission in life. Like when I look back, all the parts add up into, uh, the puzzle pieces form a beautiful picture of using voice and empowering others to use their voice, which is podcasting for me now. So I had these children and I realized I have to speak up for myself. And I remember saying out loud to a friend, I'm going to have to get a divorce from my first husband. And we got married in the Catholic church. That was not an option. And once I said it, it became real. Sometimes just saying something can make it so real. And I knew I had to do it for myself, for her, because he didn't want me teaching her the things that I believed. And I knew fundamentally that wasn't going to work for me. That's not like if you really love someone, you love them, you know, with whatever parts, not, not judging them. Right. And so I, I did that. And so having another child and getting another married and having another divorce. Like I looked back and I thought there were always indicators in my gut, which is so funny because this, that you printed out is about like my gut, my sacral, um, you, there, something in this manifesting generator is about yes. gut. I was, as I was reading it. And so that's it for me. Like I can look back on all those phases and be like, I knew. And so now I'm stepping into this role where finally I feel like, I mean, I'm sure people are listening and going, Oh, like I always listen to my gut. I didn't. And now I understand how to listen to it a lot more clearly. I hope, I hope, I'm sure I'm probably going to get some more lessons, but I'm at least able to pay closer attention because I always knew that there were things that didn't resonate for me. And yet I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to make other people uncomfortable. And now I don't care about that. Maybe it's time, maybe it's experience, maybe it's my six, maybe who knows, right? It's a, it's a, culmination of all these factors that have just pushed me into this era of, I, I don't give a fuck. Right. And so, or I give a lot less of a fuck. And so, cause, cause it's still a work in progress for me. And that takes daily practice, action habits. It takes me remembering doing it, having lessons, you know, all the things that life presents us with. So what do you have any questions as I, yes. well, I have one all that. No, I love it. I have one thing to say just for anybody who's interested. Um, I'm going to be helping Amy dive into her, her human design chart, but she is a manifesting generator and that's what she was talking about. So for manifesting generators, um, you're more manifester energy, which means that gut, that sacral chakra center is attached to your throat. That is me oh. in a nutshell. Totally. So, um, you could have two blocks either not listening to that fuck yes or fuck no, which is your gut, right? The, the mm -hmm. sacral only says yes or no. 
it doesn't say maybe if you get into maybes and this has taken me so long to learn and I'm still mastering it. I, I screw up all the time, but if you get into maybes, then you need to wait to make your decision or it's probably a no, honestly, like when- I, I've, I've explored that in my life and you're, that's so true for me. And I was just going to tell anybody that might be working on that, like find it just in shopping. Like I finally realized like I would buy things that were like, hey, yeah, maybe I'll wear this. I'm going to, you know, but now I like sit with it for a second and I'm like, I'm on the fence. So it's a no. And so you're able to exercise that muscle and get a little stronger with it. Yeah. And I do it sometimes in like my drinks, like, do I want a hot tea or do I want a fizzy water? You know, like it's, it's <laughs> yeah. like two things. My husband even does, this. he's like, learn to not say, what do you want for dinner tonight? Tonight? I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, you can't ask me that question. If he's like, do you want pasta or do you want a Caesar salad? Then I can make a decision. And so that's your gut. It likes two choices. If you're, if you're not used to using it, it likes two choices and you can practice there or you can practice with things like aesthetic things, clothes, food, all that kind of stuff and practice feeling that like it's a for women. It's a feeling in your womb that's like, a, yeah, like a mm. you get like a, a voice, a weird, ugly voice that's that's excited. <laughs> you know, that like, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> so that's how you I like it. Practice that, and once you start following it, that's when life gets very magical. Honestly, mm. because and I always say like, there's no. I don't think there's ever any mistakes. I think we. It's just sometimes like a little detour, and it may might make life be a little bit more frustrating learn a lesson in a way that doesn't feel so fun or whatever, but it's always okay if you don't listen to your sacral, but the more you do listen to it, like life is a little bit easier and more fun. And the problems that you have, you know, are problems that you're like meant to have that are like divine instead of problems you've put yourself in, you know, I like that. Yeah. I love that. Then something. So I'm a generator, a pure generator. So I have that sacral hit. But my, um, my sacral is not connected to my throat. Now I'm, I love podcasting. I it's been so fun and creative, but it's not as important for me energetically as it is for you. Like you having a defined throat chakra, it's like you could, you could get actually major like thyroid issues or throat issues or disease or whatever, by not speaking your truth on a daily basis. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I do have a thyroid issue. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it'll probably clear up. Yeah. Oh, well, it's been 10 years, but it has evened out and leveled off. So that's good. It's not, it's not gotten worse. So. And Mm -hmm. I, I would figure as you continue to podcast, it's just going to get like, you're just going to be healthier and healthier in, in that way. Um, I'm just going to imagine that happening. Sounds good. And, Mm -hmm. And Also, like I was listening to your, one of your podcast episodes the other day about, um, speak, like making a list of a hundred things that you want to happen and not only writing Mm -hmm. it down, but like speaking it out loud. And especially for people with manifesting energy, that's so important to do. And podcasting is like, honestly, a great, I have so many MGs and that I like coach privately or in my mastermind. And I'm like, if they have a ping to start a podcast, I'm like, okay, go. Like, 
because that like energy needs to be, it's so magical for y'all. So magical. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad I'm doing the right thing. So that's good confirmation and validation to hear. And yeah, for me, I mean, I just think for anyone, our words are so powerful. I mean, your word is your wand. This is the old book by Florence Scoville. Yeah. What's your last name? Or shill? Yeah, shin. I think that's right. And um, yeah, I mean, I just think we have so much power there. And it's a simple tool because it doesn't cost you a thing. It doesn't take any time. It's right there. And so go ahead and use it. So for me, that's just been a huge one. So I just, when I speak things out, they gain a lot more power. And yeah. so I'm very careful with the words I use too. So That's amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah thanks. Okay. I have one question that I wasn't planning on asking, but it's simple. Ooh. It's just personal yes. sort of. Yeah. I'm, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. Yay. Your daughters are 13 and 17. So they're four years apart. How old was mm-hmm. the, the oldest when you had your younger one? Uh, she, she was almost four. Okay. Like their, so their birthdays a, are real close. It's so weird. Cause so it's been a whole thing for me. Part of me is like, are we conditioned to have two and a half kids? Do you know what I mean? Like I had my daughter three years ago and Mm -hmm. I, when I had her, I was like, I don't know if I want another, you know, I'm not sure. And then we have been trying and I very much know that I want a second, but then I get in my head of like, I don't want them to be too far apart and I'm going to be 40 by the time I have this kid. And you know, all the dumb rules of, how that is supposed to look and everything. And I think the 40 thing is something that I'm very quickly going to be over. Cause it honest, like <laughs> if I would have had kids at 25, I feel like I'm healthier. And I honestly feel like my whole body's healthier than it was at 25. So I don't fucking care about wow. that. But I do have like this thing in my head about them being four years apart, like that that's too much. Cause me and my sister were three years apart. So what was that like for you having them, having them four years apart? My sister and I are four years apart okay. and our, my normal. mother was the same age when she had us. So it all feels really natural yeah. and normal to me. Yeah. I mean, like I don't, but I don't know any different. So yeah. people who are like Irish twins or something, you know, it would probably feel really far apart. So I don't know, you know, it's, it gets into divine timing. Is it happening as it's supposed to? And just this trust and acceptance that I'm constantly working on, even just today in my meditation. I mean, just this surrender to life, to divine timing, to uh, dancing the dance and not taking the lead, you know, and, and allowing the universe to, be in the lead position and, and how many times we have to watch our step and surrender and surrender and surrender and let go and let go and let go. So, you know, I don't know, there's no right or wrong. It just is what it is. I mean, there's people that are nine years apart. Right. And I mean, that just is the way it goes. I think sometimes it's just this level of trust. Yeah. a huge part of human design is deconditioning from everything oh, yeah. from like zero to mm-hmm. 14. And so like, that's a whole thing. That is my work right now, really. Mm-hmm. And I've done it the past two to three years in 
like business and what's possible and what's possible for me in setting goals and building my podcast and whatever. And that's, and I feel like I'm like sort of leveled off there. And now I feel like God is like, okay, your personal growth is in freaking parenting and giving up control and surrendering and like knowing that it's, you know, like that is my work <laughs> yes. right now. And I'm like, God, I didn't want parenting to be my, like, I did not want. I really, I really hate to tell you this, but it, right? it's not going to end. I know. <laughs> it's okay. As long as you have kids, that's what you're getting. And it's just like, oh my God. My husband and I joke, we have a few different friends who don't have kids and it's like, you know, more people probably shouldn't have kids and go and be old <laughs> and whatever. That's fine. And I know it's not for everybody, right. but we're always like, oh my God, they were complaining about different things. And we're like, they're so bored. They're so bored. <laughs> like, what are they doing? You know, like they need to be traveling the world right now if they don't have kids. Like what the heck do, what the heck, what the heck do people do? But I also am so, like, it's beautiful because we as partners and human beings, I we have never, we've been together for t- over 10 years. The most growth we've had is in the past three years, like 100% because of being parents and like being forced to up level and up level and up level. Um, well, and surviving toddler years together. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't get through it with one of my spouses. <laughs> and then the other one, we got through it, but you know. Life takes a toll, but yeah, I mean, that's no small feat. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Like, yeah, it is. It's a lot of growth. It's a lot. It's a lot. This human, your life is never the same. So yeah, I know I talked to Bijou the other day and um, she was in town and uh, she was telling me uh, this other course she'd taken and this other course. And I was like, holy crap. I was like, you, you're a machine. And she goes, I don't have kids. Yeah. And I go, oh yeah. She just laughed. She was like, just keep that in mind. I don't have kids. And I was like, oh, okay. She goes, oh, yeah, I can do all this. And I was like, all oh, right, right. And she's not meant to right now because she's has big work to do in that area that she couldn't have the energy for. If <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm just pooped at the end of the night, you know. And like, I mean, tonight I've got to go to a two-hour performance that my daughter's performing in at some time during it, you know, for three yeah. minutes. And I'm like, okay. I know for you <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so so it goes, so it goes, it's just lessons. It's just lessons. And, um, I think you, you know what, and I'm laughing while I'm telling you this and that's the thing, like, can we get to a point where we can just recognize it for lessons that it is? And you just laugh and you approach life a little less seriously Mm -hmm. and the serious things are serious. Yeah. But the, but the other things are not life and death and we can just ease up a little bit and understand that we're doing our best and approach it with some grace and humor. And I think that's part of the age thing too. And, you know, I'm just a lot more willing to just relax about stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. I have my moments. I'm sure if you talk to my boyfriend, he'd be like, uh, but uh, you know, I, I do that's, that's my at least intention. So I like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, <laughs> Thanks. So Thank you. You so. turned 50 four, five months ago, four or five months ago. Something like that. Yeah. What like, what transformations or shifts have happened just in the past five months for you? Oof. That you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got a vibe. No, I want, I talk about everything, but, um, it's been, it's been just, again, 
that true tapping into myself and walking the walk of all the things that I talk about. And life has, has a really great way of showing up and pushing you, the universe, whatever you want to call it, of pushing you into, do you mean the things you're saying? And so that is something that's shown up a lot in these last five months, you know, and am I going to really show up for myself? And, and do I mean the vows that I made with myself, which was that I am truly letting go of all the shit talk in my own head and the, and the things that I don't want that don't advance me and make me my best self and help me rise. And so, you know, I just, I really, it's funny you ask this. It's good. It's a really good question because here it is the new year. And I was reflecting on a meme I saw that was like, you don't want to be, you know, do you, where do you want to be a year from now? You know, I don't want to be in the same place that I am a year from now or something, something, I don't know, something like that. And, and I thought about where I was a year ago and reflected on the growth that I've had. And physically I am in the same place. I weigh roughly the same. I've gained, I gained a little weight, um, in the last couple of years and I live in the same place. My daughters are here, you know, so there's a lot of things that are the same. Um, my earnings about mm, a little less actually. And so, you know, there's things that I would like to see grow, but I thought about it from a spiritual perspective and I thought, wow, you know, I have made great strides because a year ago, my boyfriend is, um, someone who is in recovery. He's open about his recovery. And so when he relapsed a year ago, it was very intense for me. I really lost myself and I recognized that I wasn't going to lose myself again. And if I didn't do the daily work, I could. And so I have been very diligent. And so in these last five months, I was tested again. And without going into too much detail, because we haven't really talked publicly about it, but there was an episode when I was challenged again to really recognize, am I going to lose myself again? Or am I going to step up for myself and still be aligned, be my happy version, be the one that sits in trust, like that God is nature, right? And so I was challenged and I, I, I'm pleased to announce that, you know, upon reflection, I did it. You know what? I did it. I didn't succumb to the lows and I was able to maintain my daily practices. I was able to really feel the muscle of that, of that trust as something that I've been working out at the gym. Right. And so I am able to live those uh, new patterns a lot easier. So, um, so yeah, it's been really an interesting journey in these in these five months. And, and there's a, like, the mental aspect of 50. And so I've had to, you know, trudge through a little bit with that and that, you know, like you're going to turn 40 in a year. And so it's just that acceptance of like, okay, I'm, my dad used to always say, uh, you know, whenever a new age showed up, he'd say, well, it's better than the alternative. And the alternative is, you know, 
moving on into the next realm. And so, so I don't know if it's a better or not, but it, that is the alternative. And so this is life. And I thought, am I going to embrace it with glee and acceptance and, or what? And it's the same as having two teenage daughters. It is a thing. And so am I going to show up and be their mom with grace uh, sometimes I stumble, I make my own errors, you know, but yeah, overall I am. And it's, it's just life. And so that mental leap has been a big thing for me in the last five months. And so anytime that someone's faced with one of these decade changes, I, one of the things that, you know, when you sent me some notes about this episode and you were like, what advice would you give me as 39? And I think one of the advice nuggets that I share in my course, my free course, Ageless Mindset, is to keep perspective and to say, okay, 10 years from now, I'm going to think I was an ultra babe at this age. I'm going to think I was so young and hot, you know, whatever your age is, because you right now, if you reflect back on 29, you're like, oh my gosh, I had, I had all this free time. <laughs> you know, I had, I could travel. I could, I was a total babe or whatever it was. And you know, you, you look back on yourself and you see yourself with such more gracious eyes. And so can we just go ahead and see ourselves right now with that more gracious lens, so to speak. And so I try to keep some perspective. Oh yeah. Okay. When I'm 60, I'm going to look back on this and be like, oh my God, she doesn't even know the decade she's about to have. She does. She's like a blossoming. It's going to be amazing. She's going to have the best sex and whatever else, you know? And so I'm, I'm, tr I try really hard to keep that perspective. So I would say, as you turn 40, you know, think of 50 year old you and what she's going to say about 39 year old or 40 year old you and how she's going to see you as just this ultra babe. And like you are blossoming into this incredible version of yourself. And so I just, that's, that's one of the things it's, it's the same thing as looking back on a picture of yourself when you're like, why was I so critical about this picture of myself? I look great. Why was I such a bitch to myself and saying like, I'm fat, I look disgusting. And then you look back, you know, years later and you're like, Oh, I look so cute. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. It's skip, skip over that negative part and go ahead and say, like, yes, yes. And I'm not saying I've got it nailed down, but I am saying it's a tactic and a tool that and a strategy that I work on every day. It's a strengthen as a practice. So I'm I'm just getting there quicker. Because it's like, how quickly can we go ahead and just and just get there to the feeling good part, to the acceptance part, to the like, this is life part, to the humor part. Yeah. And um, and that's not to say I won't, we skip over any emotions. I don't I don't want to say that we still can embrace all the emotions that we have around it. But as far as acceptance of like age and our stage in life, just have some grace and humor with yourself and perspective framing it into a perspective that benefits you is always a good thing in my book. Yeah. That is one quick thing before, um, I really want to get into you talking about your course because I'm so excited. Oh, okay, cool. But one quick thing about that is there, when we, I don't know when I, I wanted, my mom had me at like age 24. She had just turned 24. So she's wow. And so that's what, and I grew up, obviously I grew up in Houston, grew up in, uh, 
religious health told all of that. It's like, you don't have sex till you get married. Then once you do, you have a baby right away. So, so many of my friends actually had kids at like 23 and 24. Um, so I'm like the last one of all of my friends to have kids. And there's always been part of that where I'm like, I have a little bit of resentment for my husband, for not proposing earlier and, uh, you know, all the different things. It It's very much dissolving now as I become more wise. But this morning, oh my gosh, I was sitting there. We have like, our, we have our Christmas tree up and it's cold here in Dallas. So we had the, the fire on and all of that. And I was sitting there with my coffee and my three-year-old and I just started crying because I was like, I am so much more wise than I would have been as a 24-year-old mom. And I'm like soaking in these moments now where I don't know that I would have done that at that at that young age. Um, and I like mm. know how fast life goes. And at 24, I didn't know that, you mm-hmm. know? And I'm like, I'm so fucking thankful that I'm a 39-year-old mom to a young kid because her life is going to be better and my life is going to be better as a mother than if I would have had her younger, you know, like I'm like being present in those moments. So like the wisdom, like we, we forget about the wisdom that comes with age that is so valuable, like Mm -hmm. so valuable. So, and it just gets better as you get older. It seems to be, it seems to be, it really does. And and good for you for just cherishing that moment, you know, it's going to stay with you. Yeah, that got me teary. And like, that's so incredibly beautiful. And I'm with you. Like I wouldn't have appreciated it all at a younger age. And so I'm, I'm glad I'm a late bloomer. I'm fine with that. I mean, I have moments when I'm like, here's someone super successful. That's, you know, so much younger. And, and I have to just go like, no, you're on your own timeline. You know, you're on your own timeline, Allison, and it's beautiful. And the more gratitude and presence we can find in it, the more beautiful it becomes. And, and that's great. Like that's, that's the key. That's the trick, you know, just accepting it. And, you know, cause there's these little comparison traps that creep up and I'm not immune and I just had a discussion on my podcast with Amanda Nelson about this and just being, and I mean, Amanda's so wise and she's 32 and I'm like, whoa, you know, and, and we can compare and all that, but we just, we have to be able to let it go when they all come up and, you know, these, these little (laughs) what ifs, right? Like, what if you proposed earlier? What have you done this? Well, why do I need to blame, blame what ifs, whatever they are. And Nah, you know what? All in all, it boils back down to, can I just accept my own timeline? Can I just accept where I am and that I'm showing up for life with gratitude and presence in the best way that I can? Totally. Speaking of, um, please tell us about your new course, about the Ageless Mindset course. I want to hear all about it and all of my listeners. Thank you. Thank you. So this is a free course that I've created on Teachable. It is called Ageless Mindset, Look Younger and Feel Happier in Less Than an Hour. And it is without spending any money. You know, it's just mindset shifts. Like I was just like, I like we've been talking about, right? It's 
confronting worry, confronting comparison, all these things. And, and speaking it out loud, you know, I'm an affirmation junkie. And so it's these simple, simple things that we can do as practices to feel more vibrant and alive inside because that's where it starts. We can look for all these things outside of us to give us that, but ultimately it's in here and it's that work. And I've discovered that for myself and I've wanted to create courses for years and it just seems so daunting. It seemed like such a big project, which it is. It is. And I was finally faced with my financial reality. I lost I, the Austin American Statesman, where I worked in a radio job, shut down their audio department in August. And so here I was turning 50. I lost that source of income that I've had for years. It's been wonderful. I loved working for the Statesman. But I was like, okay, now I really do have to create something. And I have good ideas. It's just this whole thing of like, I don't have a team of people, you know, and all these little mindsets that can hold us back. And plus, it's just a big, it's, it's tough to figure out. And so, wise, like, yeah. <laughs> huh? Sorry. Technology wise, like all the back end oh. of Teachable or Kajabi or whatever. I've been doing oh that for the last two years and uh, I'm so ready to have a full time VA and be like, you do it. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I know, but there's so much value in knowing it, right? Because if you just turned it over to somebody, you're at their, you're beholden to them. So it's very good to know. And so, yeah, Kajabi is a fucking beast, by the way. I couldn't do that. I had to do Teachable. So, anyway. Um, so, you know, I had put this off for years. So a part of me is beating myself up going like, why didn't you create this sooner? And another part of me is like, just do it. And so I, I'm still slower than I would like to be here. It is the first of the year and it's finally all out. So my ageless mindset free course is out, but it is, it is just one segment of my bigger course, which is called the youthfulness hack. Um, and it's all about creating this new you. And I talk about everything from mindset to sex, to relationships, to just it, and it doesn't cost anything. That's the thing. You know, we can get Botox and all the rest of it, but really it's just about these things that we can do all the time. And I live these things. I do these things. And when I recorded this ageless mindset one, I did a whole podcast on this. I lost all my, all my content that I filmed. And so I had a basically a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I was like, clearly this is the universe telling me that I'm not supposed to do this. But I was like, but I really want to do it, right? And so I had to take a deep breath and redo my phone that I had recorded it on. And just like, I really, like I hadn't backed it up that day and my phone lost its shit, you know? And so it didn't back up. It backed up the day before, but it didn't back up that day. And so, and there had been a little voice. It was like, you should back this up right now. And um, anyway, so you know what? That was just the universe like, okay, when you're presented with a problem, are you really going to, because it's called ageless mindset, but really it's about a full mindset of acceptance and, and just flowing, knowing, you know, that you're going to put your best foot forward for yourself every day. And that comes out as just this glowingness, right? There's a vibrancy and it radiates. And so I had to go, okay, am I going to walk the walk or am I going to sit here and eat and pout and cry about it, right? In the fetal position and hope that someone saves me. 
no. And so, so I was like, this is my challenge. So I did it and I re-recorded the whole thing. And you know what? It felt really good. And I backed it up this time. <laughs> Every single segment that I did, I backed that shit up. And so anyway, I I, I am really proud that I created this, that, that I stepped into it. And I just wanted to say to anybody that's thinking about creating a course, I get it. It's really hard, but if you're thinking about it, you know, it's baby steps, it's baby steps with any creation and it's baby steps, even with this course that I've created called ageless mindset. I mean, like it's just these practices and these little things that we can do. And so anyway, I do invite everyone to sign up for it because you will get things that it's not, it's not just about looking younger. It is about feeling happier because that is what radiates into this glowing self of you. So actually, have you read do you do any of Dispenza's work, Joe Dispenza's work? Oh, I'm a big fan. Big okay. fan. Like uh, his whole deal about like the way that you think and your daily actions and the way that you feel about your environment then goes and actually fixes your cells and can make you have better skin and better hair <laughs> and all of that. Like seriously. So I feel yeah. like, but it's a, it's a big hunk of a book and it's deep and all of that. So I feel like you're the 50 year old version of Joe Dispenza for women who want it shown to them in a digital course way of how to do all of these things. You know, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't have written a better compliment. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're referring to the book becoming supernatural. Maybe. Yes. yes. But I, I read it. I read it. And it's one of the only Joe Dispenza books that I've actually read the, the physical copy front to back. And it is kind of a tough, tough read to get through because it's a little sciencey, but man, is it worth it? And thank you. I just cannot thank you enough. And that's why I created these two, because the people say, um, you know, create what you're asked about the most. And a lot of people ask me like, how do you look good at 50? Like, what are you doing? Tell me your secrets. And I'm like, okay, fine. That's what I get asked about the most. So that's what I will tell you. I will tell you all of it. And so that's why I created these courses because these are things that I actually do. Like I, I'm just spilling it all like here, here you go, because apparently it's working. Apparently I look now that's not to say I don't do other stuff to my skin. I do. Yeah. I'm kind of a skin junkie. I've done a lot, but, um, but no matter what you can do all that stuff and it's, it's still not going to make you look young. You know, if you're not feeling on the inside, you've seen people who get a bunch of shit done to their face and they still look. Ew. And so I, I just, am like, fine. I am, I'm living it. I'm living proof. I mean, I have a boyfriend who's, uh, you know, wants to marry me and is 15 years younger than me. And I, am, you know, showing up for things for my kids. And people are like, that's your mom. They tell me, you know, and there's so I'm like, that must be so annoying. And my 17 year old's like, yep, she, she's like, it is well, <laughs> like, but what mom do you want? You know? And so, um, so all these things and people say, what are you doing? And so that's, that's what I'm giving people. I'm like, here's a guide for people to say to you, what are you doing? What have you been doing? Why do you look so good? Like, that's it. That's it. It doesn't take a bunch of money and it doesn't take a bunch of injections and it just, it, it doesn't even take a bunch of time, which is even crazier. Yeah. It really doesn't. It takes fucking diligence in your day. Can you tell I'm passionate about this? Like, yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, you know, people can't see me like, but yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like into I'm it. And, it. 
like <laughs> sitting up straight and making fists. And but that's the thing. It just doesn't. It just takes this diligence of paying attention. And you know, your life will change when you do those things too. You'll find your path. You might start a podcast. You might find your voice stronger. You might leave a marriage. I don't know. But these you you will have better orgasms. You will open up more to intimacy. I mean, all these things are what happens when you do the self-work and it's just this internal self-work. And that's what I've been doing for years, just showing up for myself and doing that diligently. And this is, this is what I'm creating. And, and I just, I want to add value to other people's lives. I want, I am on fire to help others do that too. Like look, look your best self, like show up in the best way in your relationships, be somebody that you're just proud to be, yeah. whatever that is. <laughs> well, I know that you've had a lot of success in your podcast and that has been a huge way for you to speak your truth and practice that throat chakra energy. But I really do think that creating digital courses is going to be huge for you. And I'm so excited for this one and to start sharing it with all of my community and, and for them to share with Thank all of their people and, and so on and so forth. That, that organic growth, when you actually walk through a course with somebody that you really respect and, and trust, and then sharing it with other people is like the, for me has been like the biggest compliment. And I, I see that for you for 2023 and I'm, I'm so excited. So we'll put the show notes in the show notes. Um, we're going to put Amy's Instagram. So give her a follow for sure. And yeah. podcast as well as the ageless mindset course. So yeah, yeah. Scroll it all aligns. It's, it all goes together. You know, it's, it's all authentically me and I got teary when you said that. Thank you. You know, thank you because, you know, putting out your heart's content is um, challenging sometimes, you know, and you just have to keep doing the work and put one foot in front of the other. And so it just means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I, um, I really appreciate that because I know you're somebody very tuned into your intuition and your, and your, um, and your, I guess, feelings about people, your um, empathy. And so thank you. I just really appreciate that. It means, it means more than, you know, so I, I hope so. I really, I'm just still going to keep, keep on keeping on. So <laughs> well, I'll be the first person of my group to sign up for it. I'm so excited to walk through it myself. Thank you. And, thank um, you. I'm, I'm just, Oh, good. I, I, let me know what you think. And like, let's talk about it some too, when you come on my show, which is going to be, I, I'm, I, it'll be in the next month or so that you'll be on my show. And I hope everyone will join for that. And I'm excited to be your first show of the year. I have a solo episode coming out just this week. If anybody wants to dive in a little bit more with me and it's all just about learning in the last year, which we've covered a lot of. So I, I can't thank you enough. And um, yeah, so my show is called The Amy Edwards Show too, if anybody yes. wants to look it up. Well, mm -hmm. I thought about that. I was like, should I just call mine my name? But You Do Woo was like channeled through me and it made no sense, but it was fun and it's <laughs> own little entity. It's so yeah. I like it. It's memorable, <laughs> you know, and just go with that too. For me, it was a process of stepping into using my own name and that was a whole mental thing that I had to sort of overcome yeah. because I, this is my third podcast and the other two did not have my name. And so, um, 
it's been, it's been an evolution for me. And finally I said, okay, I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to step into using my name. And that was just a thing for me, you know, and, um, about self-worth and, and so I, I created this one and this is my life's work. So thank you. And it feels right to create the courses and trust that, you know, I have my expertise in my own way. Right. It's going to be an amazing gift for so many, so many women. Oh, thank um, you thank so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to continue connecting with you and collaborating and all those things. And I'm so excited for everybody in my world to know you now. Thank you, Amy. Me too. Hello to everybody. I love you already. And just thank you so much for uh, connecting me with everyone. And I just, I guess in closing, I just, I just want to say that, um, I'm just eternally grateful for connections like this and how blessed we are to have this format and this medium for our voices to reverberate. And just remember everyone that your voice has so much power. So how are you going to use it? Thank you so very much for tuning in to another episode of You Do Woo. I know that you already have a very full life and that there are literally millions of podcasts that you could be listening to. So I'm super grateful to you for being a loyal listener. And I'm so grateful for you sharing your favorite episodes with friends and family members. That is how we are able to serve more people and raise the collective consciousness and really get the word out on a bunch of these fun spiritual topics that we're talking about. I would love to connect with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at you do woo, all one word. I'd love to hear how you loved today's episode and just a little bit about you. I can't wait to connect. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember, anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.